Welcome to the SCV Local Podcast, where we interview local Santa Clarita business owners. Join us as we take a closer look into the businesses you love and learn about new and upcoming businesses in Santa Clarita. Your host, Tim Blakenship, gets personal and finds out what makes them tick, who they really are, and what they are all about on SCV's only local business podcast. Hey everybody, this is Tim Blankenship with SCV Local, and today we have Terry Crane with the SCV Chamber of Commerce. How are you doing today, Terry? Doing awesome today. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. I think it's going to be a fun interview talking about what you do as the president of the chamber, yes? Yes. And uh, what what you guys got going on over there and how you guys are helping local businesses, which is kind of a theme to our show here, kind of the reason that we're here. Um, so maybe you could just start by giving us a little background and I was talking to you the other day and you had said you're a transplant, you did this somewhere else or just, just give us a little bit about well, I where you come from. <laughs> I jokingly say that this is my third tour of duty through Santa Cruz Valley. Okay. I think that's what you're saying. Something like that. Right. So I, uh, first moved to the Valley in the mid, well, early eighties. Uh, there was no mall. And uh, my oldest son actually went to Orchard Elementary School there on Flines Avenue. But there was nothing here, really. Uh, lived all around the valley, lived in Acton, lived in West L.A., came back to Santa Clarita when my youngest son, fast forward 20 years, when my youngest son was about a year old. Uh, we lived in Canyon Country, uh, and we moved in 2004 to Arizona, okay. and then I came back here in, uh, well, December 31st of 2010. So this is... Great memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, milestones, right? Yeah. Um, so this is the first time I've lived in Santa Clarita in this kind of role. I've always traveled outside of the valleys for work and everything, but when I was in Arizona, I was the CEO of the Santa Clarita, I'm sorry, the Maricopa Chamber of Commerce, Okay. a small town. We had membership <clears throat> of about 300 38,000 residents, uh, but the issues are the same, right? Mm -hmm. Every business faces the same challenges. Sure. Uh, all business wants you to keep it local, shop local, uh, small business, mom and pops, you know, are trying to thrive in the midst of, uh, you know, Walmart and Home Depot mm -hmm. and large business. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what size the chamber is, we all face the same issues. Um, and Santa Clarita is very similar to Maricopa in by geography. Mm. You know, Maricopa, the city of Maricopa, was surrounded by Indian reservations, so it was kind of its little island. And you know, we're surrounded by mountains, so we're kind of a valley unto our own. So, and we are certainly a valley unto our own. I think we're we're different in a in a, in a lot of ways yeah. from even like the San Fernando Valley or Alo Valley, things like that. Well, because of that, right? Because mm. we are. Because there's the perception of I don't want to go way up there to do anything. And then, you know, a lot of our residents, like, I don't want to go down mm -hmm. there. Right. So you have, you know, the business community is yeah. really insular as, and I mean that in a positive way, as it really supports itself. Uh, and the people are really passionate and committed yeah. about supporting the businesses here. So. Yeah. so let's go back to how did you get into, or how decide to work for like the chamber of commerce in Arizona? What were you doing? Were you doing something in private practice with businesses or how did that evolve? Well, it kind of found me. Okay. Um, as things often do, as, right? Yes. Uh, I have kind of a diverse 
I've worked in many, many industries throughout my work career. I have a real strong bookkeeping background and accounting background from those different industries. Mm -hmm. I've worked in manufacturing. I've worked in sales. I've worked in entertainment. So I kind of have a, a diverse uh, toolkit okay. from different different industries. When we moved from Santa Cruz to Arizona, I was working in post-production in that kind of management role. Uh, I went to work for the Arizona Technology Council, which is similar to a chamber, except for their focus was bioscience and technology initiatives in the state of Arizona. But it gave me kind of the skill set and an idea of how chambers run. Um, the community that I was living in in Maricopa had a really small, struggling chamber, and I was friends with the woman who was in charge of economic development for the state of Arizona. And she goes to me one day, you need to go run the chamber in Maricopa. Mm. And I said, what the heck do I know about running a chamber? So anyway, fast forward, and here I am. <laughs> so did you go right from working the chamber there to chamber here? Yes. Okay. Yes. In uh, 2010, um, uh, my husband and I uh, were on vacation here, and I just kind of said to him, hey, what do you think about moving back to California? Mm. And he said, if you can find a job, because he can live anywhere. Okay. Uh, go for it. And then I saw the job posting here and it was kind of a no brainer. We already knew the area. Uh, our son had friends here. We had friends here. So the, the challenge was convincing them to hire me. Right. Right. <laughs> and here I am. Which obviously that worked out. <laughs> so what, as the president, what, what is your function and maybe going even further, what is the function of the chamber? Okay, well, I'll answer the second question first. Okay. So the function of the chamber is to promote and support business in our community, in any community. Um, and that means different things to different people. You know, that means one thing to a small business. A small business really thrives on how are you going to get my name and my brand in front of the community? Okay. Uh, how are you going to get my name and my brand to the CEO or the HR person of an organization? Because that's my target customer. So we create opportunities for them to do that through events and networking mm -hmm. and educational classes and so forth. For a large business, it's much different. A large business, their brand's known. They're out there. They don't need that networking. Mm -hmm. uh, so what are you doing for us legislatively? Oh, so we okay. have a huge government affairs and advocacy piece. Uh, I currently sit on uh, BizFed, which is a, a business organization that fights for business initiatives. Uh, their minimum wage, uh, they're, I, I'm the chair or the co-chair of the minimum wage task force. Uh, we had a big bad blow today, but um, you're not talking about the fifteen dollar an the hour fifteen dollar an hour thing in okay. Sacramento. Yeah, it uh, so it passed the assembly's appropriations committee. So now it'll go to the assembly for a vote, and it will then go to the senate for a vote. So so let's spend really just like thirty seconds on that. Sure. Um, I, I don't watch the news too often because usually it's just about it's depressing. It is. It is. And. Uh, or politics, <laughs> those are depressing. Um, but I, I did hear talk of that. I know that they tried this maybe a year or six months ago. Did they? They circumvented something, didn't they? You probably know more about the specifics. They did something where they were able to get this approval process, yet still needs further approval. Correct. Know, but but, yeah. but is it a done deal? Yeah, that's what we're all thinking. Okay. You know, those of us that are advocating on on the side of business are hoping we can get some language in there uh, in, into this new bill that will will help some business. 
<clears throat> like restaurants and, mm. you know, that they can use tips as part of their total compensation and so forth. Okay. Um, you know, in January, the governor said, I'm absolutely not going to support any minimum wage increase. I'm going to veto any bill that comes across my desk because it's going to be detrimental to our state economy and the state's budget. So fast forward to today, you know, there are two labor unions that have two different ballot initiatives that they're getting petitions for to put on the ballot that have aggressive timelines in them. Um, so kind of to circumvent the ballot initiatives, the governor sat down with the labor unions and came up with a plan that's not nearly as aggressive, um, that has some, some stipulations in it. it. It gives the governor control in the case of a down economy, the mm -hmm. governor can that can freeze the minimum wage, um, and then you know it would ramp up from there. Like freeze the yeah. step ups, the annual step ups. Yes, okay. yes. And there's some language in there. I was just reading the bill earlier today. I didn't get through it all. Um, there's some language in there to where if you have less than 26 employees, the ramp up to the higher wage is a little slower. Oh, okay. So, so that's a good thing. It's a bad thing overall, I think, my opinion. Don't crucify me. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think that it's, it's a good compromise. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like pushing that 8,000 million pound boulder up uh -huh. the hill right now. Yeah. So. Gotcha. So then tell us about your job as president of the chamber. Okay. Well, my job is... What do you do? Oh, my gosh. It's, my job is big. Um, is it true, like in any corporation, the higher you are, the less you do? No. Does that follow suit in your... Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. So I have a staff of... It's myself and uh, four other people. Yeah. So we're a staff of five, and we serve 1,100 members, and we're the third largest chamber in the third largest city in L.A. County. Wow. I was going to say, where does, that, where does that rate? So third, huh? Yeah. And we serve, we serve from Castaic to Acton Dulce, mm -hmm. West Ranch. We serve the entire valley, not okay. just the city limits. Um, so that said, you know, we try to be all things to all people. But on an average, we do probably about 30 different types of events or meetings a month. Uh, so, uh, you know, aside from the advocacy work and mm. traveling to Sacramento to go advocate and, and that piece of it that I work on, you know, there's all these events um, that we and, and committees and meetings that we put together to support to support business. So it is never a dull moment. Mm -hmm. I am very hands on. Uh, somebody told me one time that I'm more of a COO than a CEO. Okay. But, uh, uh, I don't believe that any. I don't believe about, I don't believe in working in silos. So my staff and I, you know, we have a staff meeting every Monday morning and we talk about everything and typically anybody in the office can answer any question that you have. Uh, yeah. And we all just kind of support each other, even though they have their mm -hmm. own separate ways. Yeah. It seems like with what you guys do, you, you would have to have that role. It almost wouldn't work not doing that, being directly involved. Right. Right. doesn't work effectively. Yeah, yeah. With, in regards, so I know with large businesses, it's more about the legislative issues. Do you, is there a, what is the balance of, say, small business to large business as, as part of the membership? Is it 
50-50? Do you see more small business? What's we have? If I had a guess, because I haven't looked sure. at the numbers lately, but I would say eighty-five percent of our members are small small business. businesses. Okay, and the rest are large businesses. And what are they looking for? Is there a common theme amongst why people come to the chamber? We know that you're what you're trying to do is help small businesses, but do they come in with specific issues, problems? Well, small business, you know. Mm-hmm. It, Depending on where they are in their in their business journey, mm-hmm. you know, a startup business is usually in some kind of panic mode where they need help, you know, getting their name out and uh, people to buy their product or service from them. So, you know, we have a lot of no cost or low cost ways that we get get your name out there. So, okay. Um, <clears throat> a business owner that's kind of you know mid market, established, has a following. You know, they're looking to build that following and expand on it. But also being a chamber member is good community stewardship. Mm. Because while while we have a membership base, everything that we do benefits all business, right? So so really every business in the Valley is our member. Um, they, they, they benefit just by attrition, okay. right? Sure. If I go fight for legislation in Sacramento, it doesn't just benefit the 1100. It benefits everybody. Sure. So. so you kind of broke it down. You said kind of startup, small business, and then those that are kind of been around for a while. What what, what does the chamber do? Or I looked briefly at some of the offerings or solutions that you guys have, flyers and things like that. And I even saw some social media stuff. Mm-hmm. What where, where do you guys see your, your work efforts in helping, say, the, the people just getting started? Like if I was a brand new business, what – what could the chamber do for me? Well, we can, is that we, a fair question? Yeah. Yeah. There's just, it's a lot. So okay. we, I'll try to, um, okay. So if you're a member in the back end of our website, you have access to a lot of document templates, uh, uh, employee manuals, marketing plans, business plans, oh. all those kind of document templates. If you need help with, with filling any of that out, we can connect you either with the SBDC, which is up at COC mm-hmm. or SCORE. Uh, which is another organization I can't remember what SCORE is an acronym for, uh, <clears throat> but SCORE something I, about retired executives or something, yes, right? Yes, and and they're a great group of guys. Yeah. They come in our office every Thursday from like ten to two, uh, and they have office hours and they help a lot of people. Uh, SBDC and SCORE, I think SBDC has a tiny fee attached to it. It's pretty like nothing. Okay, and SCORE is absolutely free. Uh, so we connect you with those. Those organizations. Um, yes. So if you need help finding a space or a mm-hmm. location, we can connect you with commercial realtor, that kind of thing. Um, we don't help you negotiate your leases or anything that's on you. Sure. Uh, as far as marketing goes, we do have the flyer programs and, and you know, email blasts and website marketing and, you know, but get involved, right? That I always tell people that, and I always pick on plumbers when I when I do this analogy. <laughs> but really, like gone are the days where you drug your giant phone book if you're old enough mm-hmm. to remember them, giant phone book from underneath wherever you kept it, and you open up the phone book and you go, okay, I need a plumber, and you just start calling yeah. them. At least you don't do that anymore. Right. You go on social media or you talk to you know your neighbor and that kind of thing. So I encourage people to try to get involved in something. Now we have. Two luncheons every. We have two regular lunch groups. They're called lunch nets that run every month that anybody can go to. Okay. We have a mixer. We have two breakfast meetings every month. We have um, ambassador committee. We have all of these ways. 
Uh, what I always tell people is pick one thing because it can be overwhelming, but just pick something. If mm -hmm. you know that every Tuesday at 8 a.m. you can go to breakfast, then go to that breakfast and go regularly so people get to know you. Um, and then plug in other stuff when you can because at the end of the day, you still need to make a living. Uh, but just, yeah, so people do business with people that they know. So that's yeah. that's kind of my number one thing that I that I tell members, new members, to do that. You know, I like your perspective on what you said because a lot of times, you know, the questions even that I was asking is, what does the chamber do for small business? But you you phrased it, correct me if this isn't what you said, you said it's good community stewardship. Right. And life is so much about what you put in, not what you take. Yes. And I think that that was just a good example. Mm -hmm. Don't I don't work for the chamber, but don't come to the chamber, sign up, and then, you know, come take, come come be part of us, come be part of the group, come give. And there's a phrase, it's giver's gain or something, I don't know where I heard that before, but don't just come to take, right? right. Be part of a group, good stewardship, I liked, I liked that, I had to write that down. Get involved with your own get involved. success. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because you're only really going to get out of it what you put into it, I imagine, right? right? You can't sign up and have overnight success because you're part no. of the... And you have to give it a year. You know, okay. and, and, and just a basic membership. I mean, we have tiers of membership that include all kinds of marketing and other things, but just a basic vanilla, get your foot in the door mm -hmm. membership is $360. So if you look at $360, that's your marketing budget for a year, because for that $360, you get a full website. That's part of the chamber website really? that you can develop and build on your own. Uh -huh. If that is your whole mark, you can't buy advertising anywhere for $360 a year. Right. You just can't. Right. So even if you if you do nothing but build this website and sit back, you know, it's 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 cheap marketing. Yeah. Where do you we were kind of talking a couple of days ago about small businesses and I said, "Hey, you know, with the, with the show we're doing, we're trying to help people as well uh, get their name out, uh, particularly small business or even startups. What do you guys get into conversation when people say, "Hey, I'm just starting up." What should I do? Are people struggling with anything in particular that you guys see as a common theme? Or is, there, is that something that you guys even deal with at all? Um, the, <laughs> the only phone call I've had recently with regard to that was uh -huh. a gentleman who wanted to open a marijuana dispensary. Uh -huh. So I was trying to talk him through that process. And it was very – let's just say he was <laughs> – I think he was – but he was his biggest customer. Oh, <laughs> well said. Uh, but no, I mean, I'm not, I, not hearing, you know, there's a lot of support out mm. there. Uh, Santa Cruz, as a community as a whole yeah. does a great job in supporting its businesses. There's lots of, lots of avenues and lots of networking groups and just lots of ways to get help. I mean, the city of Santa Cruz, uh, a lot of people would argue with me, but the city of Santa Cruz does do a great job in business support and business development and mm -hmm. helping businesses. So, I mean, go to other communities and it's different, unless you go to Texas. Yeah. I, I think to kind of circling back to how we started the conversation, just Santa Clarita and whole just being different in that way lends itself to be more involved, you know, people being more involved yep. with the chamber. Just, it's like, it's funny because it is maybe just the fact that there's mountains there, not, not <laughs> Indians, but mountains that makes that happen right. because everywhere else has mountains. But like San Fernando, it just doesn't seem like there is a center. There's certainly a center to Santa Clarita right. and there's the outskirts. I lived in Castaic for a while and 
And I'm going to blunt you now. And, but at the time, my kids would say, oh, can we go to town? Because, I mean, you had to cross the five to right. get over there. Sure. But uh, Santa Cruz is, is, I think, special in that way, just from a chamber's perspective, just from a business perspective, and how people think of and behave in Santa Clarita. Um, but is there anything we missed uh, that we should talk about further with the chamber? What I really wanted to do is just, I didn't know that you guys did some of these things and the websites and the flyers and the social media marketing and helping people. So I think whether you're an existing business, a startup, current business, large business, or even thinking of starting a business, it's a good place to go. Yep. Right. It, yes. Yeah. And, you know, the first Thursday of every month we run a breakfast. It's called get acquainted. It's free. It's at the chamber office from eight to nine. We carbs and coffee is what I should call it. But you get a bagel and a cup of coffee, and yeah. um, I invite anybody to come to that. I mean, whether you're a member now and you've been a member for a long time, mm -hmm. or if you're a new member, or if you're thinking about joining, it's just a great way to kind of get a thirty thousand foot view of everything that we do. Usually, by the end of it, people's eyes are you know wide and mm -hmm. their jaws are dropping, and they're. That's when I always say, just pick one thing because, you know, we do just a, a lot of different things. We have some members that are members of other chambers, and they always tell us, you are the busiest chamber of all of them. So I don't know if busy equals good. But right. <laughs> well, how, how are you with a staff of five people able to pull off all these events? And We have great volunteers, great ambassadors. Um, we do leverage volunteers from the Heart District and COC and Master's College mm -hmm. to come in and and help us do some day-to-day -day stuff. But uh, I have a very passionate, very committed staff uh, that just works really hard and they mm -hmm. believe in what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not hard to work for. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. How do people get started with you? Like, where is the chamber even located now? I just looked online, is it a fancy building and everything? It's a fancy building on Turney Road. Okay. And it, was it, is it moved in the last couple of years, was it? Well, 2008. I know. I'm dating hell. <laughs> Before my time, uh, it was over where Edison is. Off right. Road. Yeah. Okay. Right so people should just come in? We'll come in. Sign up online or what's the best way to? Either way. Either way. Either way. If you get overwhelmed by, you know, what you're reading mm -hmm. online, because there's, there's a lot of options. You know, we do have a membership advocate. Uh, her name is Lisa, and she's a... You know, everybody's email addresses and contact information mm -hmm. are on our website. Uh, you can connect with her or come in the office and talk to Cheryl, who's in the office as well, all the time. Lisa's kind of our feet on the street. Okay. So she'll come out and meet with you. But, yeah, or come to an event. Yeah. You know, I mean, look on our website. There's plenty of events, mixers and whatever. You can get connected. Perfect. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I think we covered. I know we do. We do pretty good. People say I'm pretty good at this, and I don't. I don't really try too hard. <laughs> well, if you get people talking, <laughs> right? Yeah, they usually do. I don't know what I'm going to say, and then I can't shut them up. <laughs> so thanks for coming, Terry. Um, SCVChamber.com, and uh, lots of great things we learned here that I didn't know right. about the chamber. So very exciting, and uh, just uh, thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. Mm. You're welcome. All right. <laughs>